Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20Quartermist. That's right. Redcon1.com. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I'm Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. And I am your host, Donald J. McGillicuddy, better wise known as Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? It is March 1st. First day of March, Wednesday. It's been a long day. As I sit here and record this, it's 2.30 in the afternoon. Worked all day, mowed the yard. And I'm here with you guys. I'm just a dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast and a lot of shit to get done around the house in the meantime. But I still try to be here. I'm sticking to my promise so far. I've been doing pretty good. Three days a week. Sunday or Monday. Wednesday and Friday. So with that being said, Friday show, I will not be here. No. Um, Actually, I have Friday show all put together. It was actually a show I was going to do today, but um, I've got some work being done at the house, which is going to require people on my roof and hammering and in and out of the house, so it's really not conducive to me recording. I don't know exactly how long they're going to be here, so I uh, getting we're getting solar panels put in, try and cut back on the electric bill and get one of those little battery things so like if storm hits or whatever we will still have power but nonetheless so what i'm gonna do is record that show tomorrow on thursday but i'll still release it on friday but in the meantime your best bet to do with this show is whatever podcast app you're listening to this on is go ahead and uh subscribe and if you're listening to this on apple or spotify go ahead and give us a five-star rating that would help out a lot but just go ahead and follow the show. It doesn't cost anything. I'm not going to Patreon, you guys. I'm not going to have a members-only club. My goal in this whole thing is to get filthy, stinking rich. No. Um, my, my goal, to be honest with you, is this. If this show blows up, if 
we get more sponsors or sponsors that actually pay me money to <laughs> to sponsor. Like the sponsors I talk about, I, I will get money from if you guys buy stuff from them. Um, so, you know, whatever, whatever. My goal in doing this is just to get the word out there just to see, see if anyone else is listening. And last month, February, the shortest month of the year was the best month we've ever had on this show from a download perspective. So I do appreciate that from you guys. Um, but anyway, so Friday show, I'll record tomorrow. I'll still be up Friday. So just follow the show. And, uh, so I have a scramble in today to get this show put together because I didn't, (laughs) I already had the show put together. You understand? But what I'm going to talk about on the Friday show isn't necessarily a topical situation. And, um, with the stuff that's happened over the last couple of days, I felt I would go ahead and talk about this stuff today. I'll do the Friday show and you'll, you'll like it. I think you will. It's very interesting, and, it, and it's not necessarily a, an American thing. It's not, or I shouldn't say that. It's not just an American thing. This is what I have for Friday show. I'm not going to try not to let the cat out the bag. It is a worldwide thing. <clears throat> this is happening all around the world, including America. You have to excuse my voice. <clears throat> Doing yard work in the spring, those of you that live in Florida can understand, it doesn't rain much from January to, you know, May, so the grass is real dry, so I have to have a drink here to, mm, a little scotch to uh, <laughs> help the throat out, anyway, um, so yeah, Friday show would be real good, it's going to be, be, and even today's show is going to be good in the sense of it's not an American, it's not just an American, this is a world thing, and I kind of... I'm going to link today's show into Friday's show, and you'll understand what I'm talking about here in just a little bit. But before we get to that, let's talk about our newest sponsor of the show, Christian Lawson Watches. Check them out at christianlawson.com. Use promo code DTOM at checkout. Get 30% off your purchase price. That's D-T-O-M at checkout. All right. <clears throat> okay. So pretty much in all confidence, I think now it's safe to talk about covid um, for those of you that have listened to the show since day one, we, okay, so back when we first started this show, this was February of 21, I'm sorry, January of 21, and uh, we started this show with, um, with uh, every show, we talked about COVID. Of, of some point because it was 15 day we would we had a countdown it was like 200 and whatever days to 15 days to slow to spread it's 300 and whatever days that you know and we were always talking about covid to the, to the point where with everything that's kind of coming out now i went back and listened to one of the shows we did and it was may 17th of uh, 21 and it was about covid and fauci and the Rand paul situation where he was asking fauci about gain of function and the lab leak and all this stuff, and it was all deny, deny, deny. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not paying for that. And uh, and then the news comes out the other day. But <clears throat> before I get to that clip, I want to go through a, a couple of clips. So you remember this? This was Biden. This was back. When was this? Uh, 
I think this was the winner before last. This wasn't this past winner, but it was the winner before last. So if he, he was inaugurated in January of 21, this was like probably October of November of 21. For unvaccinated, we are looking at a winner of severe illness and death for unvaccinated. For themselves, their families, and the hospitals, they'll soon overwhelm. For so <clears throat> you remember that. The, th the threats, the, the, the scare tactics, the fear porn of trying to convince everybody to get vaccinated, right? And then you had, I'm going to play two different clips here. This is reporters asking Trump about Thing the virus. Point that gives you a high degree of confidence that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was the origin of this virus. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And I think that the World Health Organization should be ashamed of themselves because they're like the public relations agency for China. And this country pays them almost $500 million a year, and China pays them $38 million a year. And uh, whether it's a lot or more, it doesn't matter. It's still, they shouldn't be making excuses when people make horrible mistakes, especially mistakes that are causing hundreds of thousands of people. So <clears throat> that was Trump. Trump cut one. Here's Trump cut two. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? A lot of people comes say it's China. racist. It comes say it's Not at all. It comes from China. That's why. It comes from China. I want to be accurate. So, <laughs> it, it, there was a clip on Twitter, and that was all the ch -ch -ch -ch, all that was <clears throat> news articles of Chinese spy balloons and all this other stuff. And then the the piece de resistance, or I think that's what it is, the clip of the day. And I'm going to preface that by saying this. No. Of the obvious with your host, PCGC. I asked you also back then about the investigation to COVID origins. Is the FBI in charge of the investigation of the origins of the coronavirus? Uh, we certainly have a role in looking into the origins of the coronavirus. Now there's this Department of Energy study uh, that says it's likely uh, to have come from a lab leak, although the confidence is low. It cites the FBI. What is the determination by the FBI? So, uh, as you note, Brett, uh, the FBI has for a, quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. Let me step back for a second. You know, the FBI has folks, agents, professionals, analysts, virologists, microbiologists, et cetera, who focus specifically on the dangers of biological threats, which include things like novel viruses like COVID, uh, and the concerns that, that in the wrong hands, some bad guys, a hostile nation state, a terrorist, a criminal, uh, the threats that those could pose. So here you're talking about a potential leak from a Chinese government controlled lab that killed millions of Americans. And that's precisely what that capability uh, was designed for. I so. <clears throat> For <clears throat> Scott, I'm sorry, because I'm about to get amped up because I'm a little pissed off now. So let me get this straight. 
Trump was president. So COVID hit America. All this kind of started in January into February. If you guys recall, you probably watched the news and heard about COVID in China and whatever. And they were stopping travel and so on and so forth. And then March, it hit, right? March of 20. So March of late in March of 20, we were given the, what was it? The 15 days, two weeks, whatever it was to slow the spread, right? And just, I don't want to say everyone, just about every state did it. I think there was a few states that didn't. I think South Dakota, I'm not sure, Wyoming. There was a few states that didn't do it. Credit to them. But most of the states, including the free state of Florida, did it. So you can have a lot of, you know, and and this kind of goes into the whole presidential race, you know, Trump calling uh, DeSantis lockdown Ron or whatever. And it's like, look, Trump, I'm a fan of everybody, of both of them. If, If I had my wish, they would just get along and one would be president you know, Trump could be president, get his last term in, DeSantis be vice, and then he'll get his two terms afterwards. In a perfect world, that's how it'd be. But don't sit there and call him lockdown Ron or whatever he's calling him, because as the president, you and your minions suggested that everyone did this. It was DeSantis, at least in the state of Florida, who did that, And after the couple of weeks started reopening, once the state of Florida's scientists and doctors and whatnot started doing their own research, they started reopening the state. Um, So it's not really fair to sit there and call names on something that your administration suggested be done. Um, So, you know, there's that. So... I will say the name calling needs to stop. <laughs> this isn't 2016. At any rate, while Trump was president, for the whole year, or you know, for most of the year that he was still in there, also running for president, while everyone was blaming him, if you recall, think back to 2020, to that whole year, March, starting in March. As the year progressed, most of you guys, depending on where you're listening, some and we have a lot of people from other countries listening to the show, you guys, too, remember when your countries were locked down. And whether your country was following America or Europe or England or whoever, everyone kind of just did the same thing. And when, like in the state of Florida, when we started reopening, it was like, oh, he's going to kill them. He's going to kill Floridians by doing the da-da-da. And the deaths were no difference between states that were still locked down and states that weren't. The numbers were the same. Because it wasn't about that. But for the majority of that year, Trump called this. He Those were two separate clips from two different situations. And you know there was probably <clears throat> 50, 60 more clips of him saying the same thing, calling it the Wuhan lab leak and the Chinese virus, and he was calling it these things. And it wasn't so much like the one reporter talked about it being racist and calling it a Chinese whatever. It wasn't necessarily like your local Chinese restaurant, the guy there, 
it wasn't about him or her or whatever. It was about the country, China. And now it's come out that son of a bitch, son of a bitch, I fired the damn prosecutor. Son of a bitch. It was true. How about that? Now, my question is this. If Trump was saying that stuff, is there a possibility that he knew the truth? I don't think he was just saying that. And he probably knew that that was the truth. But because no one else in his, in his administration, uh, Fauci and all these fools, no one else would get on board with that and say, yeah, he's right, it did come from there. Left him on an island to say these things. And in the meantime, people like us, this show and some other shows, now there, there are some shows out there that are very popular shows that refused to say those things. Why? Because YouTube was going to block them or cancel them or demonetize them or whatever. I used to record this show on, on uh, YouTube. Well, once you say a couple of things about COVID that aren't the right things to say, they demonetize you. So I stopped wasting my fucking time. I'm like, shit, I'm not. If I'm going to get demonetized, why am I wasting my time putting it on YouTube? It makes no sense. But it literally went from a conspiracy theory to truth. Gee, once again, it, I say 2022 into 2023 is the year of debunked conspiracy theories. Because how many things now that were conspiracy theories, whether they're recent conspiracy theories or decades old conspiracy theories, are starting to come to pass. So, anyone that calls you a conspiracy theory theorist, tell them to go pack sand because it's come to light that most of the shit we talked about on this show, whether it was the COVID lab leak, whether it was the the vaccines, the, the this, that, and the other thing, have come true. Now, I guess the question is. Why? Okay, so I'm going to read this article real quick. So this is, this is out of Forbes. How the COVID lab leak origin story went from conspiracy theory to government debate. So the U.S. Department of Energy reportedly became the second government agency Sunday to conclude the coronavirus probably leaked from a lab rather than jumping from animals to human naturally. The, con uh, the conclusion that lends more attention to the belief that it once considered by some still is and a little bit is a little bit more than a fringe theory. So <clears> there's <throat> a timeline of events. In 2019, December of 19, a cluster of case of mystery respiration disease were reported in Chinese city of Wuhan. The first trace of the virus would kill millions of people worldwide in the worst pandemic in decades. In February of 20, Tom Cotton becomes the first high-profile politician to tout the theory that the coronavirus originated in a lab setting, either as an artificial created virus or as a natural virus that accidentally broke out and the idea that broke with predominant theory that the virus circulated in bats was naturally transformed to humans, to, uh, from animals to humans through the food market in Wuhan. 
Uh, Cotton acknowledged at the time he did not have evidence that the virus emerged from a lab. In March of 20, a group of scientists signed an open letter condemning the conspiracy theory suggested that COVID-19 does not have a natural origin. This letter was later scrutinized as one of the signers, Peter Daszak, is head of the Eco Alliance, Eco Health Alliance, a group that does work in China at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which saw some, you know, which people saw as a conflict of interest. In April 20, tr- uh, President Trump, who frequently refers to COVID-19 as the China virus, says a lot of people are looking into the possibility of a lab leak and says the theory seems to make sense. Fauci said the government's Fauci, then the government's leading infectious disease expert, refutes Trump's claim, citing a study that found the virus mutations are constant, consistent with the jump from species of from animal to human. And we called bullshit on this on the show because there was pictures of Fauci with Obama, oddly enough, in the Wuhan lab pre-Trump. I don't recall the date. I want to say it was either 14 or 15. Uh, Dasik working for EcoHealth Alliance through the Wuhan lab, through the University of North Carolina. (laughs) Essentially, and we talked about this, we funded this research. Why we moved it from North Carolina to Wuhan, I don't know. Was that part of the plan? I don't know. But you can't ask enough questions anymore because as time does tell, the shit ends up being true. In January 21, the final days of Trump's presidency, the State Department publishes a fact sheet stating the U.S. government believes that some research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, a biolab whose research into bat virus had drawn scrutiny, became sick in fall of 19 before the outbreak of COVID-19 pandemic. In May, as reported, three researchers were hospitalized before the first coronavirus case was reported. In February 21, health, a team from the, from the WHO investigated the sources of COVID-19, says it is unable to discern its origins, but calls the possibility of virus escape from the Wuhan lab extremely unlikely. Also in February of 21, a paper in the journal Nature reveals a close uh, relative of SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID, was found in bats in Thailand. So you had all these <coughs> articles written, all this stuff saying, oh, look, we found COVID in bats in Thailand. Oh, look, uh, it's highly unlikely that the WHO is saying it's highly unlikely. You know, Trump in 20 said the WHO should be ashamed of themselves. So I think I think Trump knew more than he was allowed to say. But the fact that nobody backed him up on this, you might have had a few senators or congress people that backed him up, but then those people were crazy Trump people, you know, the ultra mega Republicans and all that shit. You have story after story on this timeline of constant um, no, it didn't happen. But for, and these are all back in 21. Highly unlikely. Most likely was from uh, animal species to human. Um, I'm just kind of scrolling through real quick. Um, this is where uh, Rand Paul 
call and Fauci call each other liars during the Senate heating, hearing, part of the months-long debate over which whether federal agencies funded risky gain-of-function research in China. So I'm not going to play that clip. Um, you guys have probably heard it uh, time and time again. But now that's my question. If... If this has been, if this is being proven to have come from a lab in China, whether it leaked out or whatever, whether it was done maliciously or on accident, whatever, if that lab was doing research on this coronavirus, if coronavirus is a natural occurring thing, we can agree that 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 is a natural disease but the problem isn't covid per se it was giving it the gain of functionality the gain of function right for it to be able to mutate and move from person to person from animal to animal from animal to person person to animal you heard stories of dogs and horses and shit like that getting covid so <clears throat> if it's proven that this was a leak, like I said, whether it was by accident or, bur- or by purpose. But they were working on this COVID, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. And we, not me or you, but the NIH, Fauci, EcoHealth Alliance, if these people were involved, whether it be financially or personnel-wise, when are these people... We can't hold China accountable. We can say all the things we want to say. We can say, oh, we're going to put sanctions on China. China's going to do just like Russia did. When we put sanctions on them, he's going to give us a double tall man and say, whatever. What are you going to do? When all this shit started happening and Trump was doing the tariffs on China, everyone lost their fucking mind. Wow, look at that. Trump was fucking right. Once again. (laughs) Right? So what are you going to do? You can't hold China accountable. You can say you're going to hold them accountable. You're going to say we're going to do sanctions. We're going to say we're going to do this. My question is this. When are you going to hold the people in this country that may have been responsible, whether it be financially or with people, Peter Daszak, Fauci, and whoever else, Number one. Number two, if Trump was saying these things back in 20, and in my opinion, I I feel that the only reason he was saying, because it's not like he was just saying what he was saying. He was saying what actually ended up being true. <laughs> you know, it's not like he was just spouting off of the mouth like he does. He was saying the things that actually ended up being true. So, did he know, and like I said, no one else on his team and his administration would back him up because that's crazy motherfucking Trump. I'm not backing him up because whatever. Um, why are they releasing this now? Let's say they've known for two years, three years, that this shit was tr- from, that it was what it is. Is it, could it possibly be, just hear me out, a situation with all the stuff that's going on in Russia, Ukraine, now Taiwan. Is this going to be something to get us amplified 
So we can be like, yeah, fuck China. We need to we need to bomb them. We need to nuke them. We need to whatever. We need to help Taiwan do whatever they need to do. Could that be a possibility? Could this be something where they're like, okay, well, this will get the American people behind us if we have to go after China for Taiwan because we can keep on be like, remember what they did to you? Remember what they did to you? No, remember what you did to us. Do you remember what you did to us? Whether it was your state government, the federal government, state government, local government, establishments. Think about it. Everything's fine now. And especially if you live in Florida, we really haven't had to deal with shit in a solid two and a half years. Probably longer. I'm just throwing a number out there. But I'm saying about two and a half years. Probably probably a little longer. But you guys in other states, California, Oregon, you guys, uh, we had 49 states download this show last, last month. So pretty much everyone that's listening to this, uh, you guys had it way worse and way longer. You were locked down until the end of 20 into 21, some of you. So you can't have already forgotten what they did. Mask, double mask. Can't go out, walk walk up and down the aisle one you know one way aisles in your grocery stores, plexiglass. They ruined the economy of this country. Of course, now they want to blame Trump. It was all Trump's fault. Look at how Trump did the economy. Trump didn't do shit for the three first three years of Trump's presidency. The economy was great. Four hundred one ks were great. Gas was reasonable. Food was reasonable. Everything was great. Since then. We averaged what almost eight percent in. Uh, uh, I was gonna say interest, but uh, you know the thing, man. Come on, the thing. <laughs> Fucking damn, I can't think of the word. But uh, it's crazy when I get these uh, fucking rampage. These fucking when I go off on these tangents and I forget what I'm talking about. Inflation was the word I'm looking for. <laughs> but um, so you know, almost eight percent inflation rate for the past year. I mean, oh, inflation's coming down. It's only six point whatever, and it's only seven point. It's coming down. No, it's not, guys. Let me paint you a picture. Not to get off on a whole nother situation, but if we're going to talk about the economy and we're going to talk about jobs and we're going to talk about how great Biden's doing, let me paint a picture for you guys. Three years ago, when gas was like two dollars a gallon, right? Milk was. $3 a gallon. Eggs were a dollar something a dozen. Right? Back three years ago, Trump didn't ruin the economy for all that shit to go up. COVID did that. Your governors did that. Okay? Biden takes office. Build back better. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I've explained over time and time. Oh, 12 million jobs. Bro. I, have, I have created 12 million jobs. You haven't created shit. I, I rounded up 12. It's only like 11-something million jobs. Hmm. Oddly enough, the same amount of people that lost their jobs in 2020 when unemployment skyrocketed. Huh? I've gotten unemployment down to a manageable. I'm the greatest president. No, the fuck you didn't do anything. You becoming president 
got all the knuckleheads, governors around this country to reopen their fucking states so people were able to go back to work. You had nothing to do with that. In the meantime, because the country was closed down for a year, goods weren't being produced. Okay? So, what happened is once you opened everything back up, people were wanting to buy, buy, buy. Well, there's nothing to buy because nothing was being produced. Thus, prices go up. Here's the key. Oh, yeah, inflation might be six-something percent now. But it was eight-something percent last year. Last year. So if you look at the two-year total, you're in the 14, 15 percentile interest rate or um, inflation rate from two years ago. From three years ago, it's probably 20%. You see what I'm saying? So there's only one person to blame. But I digress. <laughs> In the meantime, you have... Um, all this stuff that they did to us and constantly, and especially I'm talking to the people that are listening to this show that refused to get vaccinated, right? You know who you are. I'm one of them. I, I'll, I have no issue in telling anybody that I never even thought about. One time I was asked about the vaccine and that was by my doctor. I had, had gotten COVID. I was fine. Um, had missed a doctor appointment, went back, you know, went to the doctor for my regular appointment. And, oh, yeah, you should get the COVID. You should get the vaccine. We're doing it right downstairs. I'm good. You know, and I never was asked again. But it was like constant, you know, you go to your local drugstore. You want to get the vaccine? You want to get it? You're, you, you might even work for a business that asked if you, like, when I got COVID, my boss, are you vaccinated? Uh, no. Oh, you should really get vaccinated. Fuck that shit. You know, now, and then you had your president, it's going to be a dark winter. It's going to be a lot of death and a lot of dying. Well, hmm, let's, let's, fa let's fast forward to current standings. Stroke associated with COVID-19 vaccines. Now, we've seen this. We've seen these things happen. And I don't mean to make a joke of it because I'm talking to you guys you may have a family member that has had an issue from the vaccine. You, I, you know, because I'll be the first one to tell you. <laughs> With the exception of me, my wife, my stepdaughter, and her family. So my, my, my daughter, my stepdaughter, her husband, and the girls. And me and my wife. And our direct family. We're the only ones not vaccinated. Out of my mom, my sister... My kids, my son and daughter, um, my, uh, well, that's about all I got for family, but um, on her side, her brother, her his wife, her kids, you know what I'm saying? We were the only ones, no, we're not doing that, and try to convince them, you don't need to do that. Mom, why are you getting the vaccine? Oh, well, you know, she's old. My, oh, my doctor told me I should get it. Why are you sick? Do you feel bad? You don't have any issues. Like, I kind of initially was like, okay, I understand if you're, you know, if, if this disease is something that's going to attack your lungs or your heart and it's going to affect people with lung issues and heart issues and, um, 
you know, if you're overweight and whatever. But then what didn't make sense to me was the fact that if you got the vaccine, <laughs> oh, you can get free Budweiser, you can get free French fries, you can get free hamburgers, you can get free donuts, you can get free this and free that. What the fuck? You know, if these people would just go out and lose some weight, they might not be in risk. I mean, if you have heart issues, sometimes that's hereditary. You can't help that. But if you weigh 400 pounds, you, you can help that. And getting the vaccine to kind of put a band-aid or, you know, to take the magic pill, so to speak, to be safe because I'm 400 pounds. In the meantime, because I've got the magic pill, I can go get free food. What what are you doing? And in the meantime, you close all the parks, you close all the gyms, you close all this. You, it's like you encourage people to just get fat. I was the healthiest prior to COVID. Now, I was down. Now, to some of you guys, this is going to still sound like an astounding weight, but I'm a big framed person, okay? Um, I was down to almost 200 pounds, okay? To the point where, I mean, I was healthy. We were going to gym five days a week. was crushing it. And COVID hit, gyms closed. We tried to do stuff to, you know, stay healthy, whatever, but it's kind of hard to do shit when you can't go anywhere. And it's not that I got fat, but yeah, I mean, I gained pretty much all the weight back that I had lost trying to get back. I don't care to get down to that weight again. That was, I was a little too skinny. I know that sounds weird. If you weigh 170 pounds, you might be thinking, damn, 210, that was, that's skinny. Yeah, for me it is. So I, I just want to be at around 240, 250. I'm good. I can carry that weight very well. Trust me. But anyway, um, in the meantime, they're telling you all this stuff. Come to find out a couple of the side effects from this vaccine, right? So you got strokes associated with COVID-19. Um, so the objectives, this is from a medical website. So you're just going to have to uh, have to excuse my uh, ignorance in reading this. But nonetheless, develop a safe and effective vaccine against coronavirus disease um, COVID-19 remains the cornerstone of controlling the pandemic. However, there are increasing reports of various types of stroke, including a stomach stroke, hemorrhagic stroke, as well as cerebral venous sinus thrombosis after COVID-19 vaccination. This paper aims to review the, uh, the reports of strokes associated with COVID-19 vaccines and report the coherent clinical, uh, clinical picture of this condition. Results. Most of such patients are women under 60 under 60 who have received the COVID-19 vaccine uh, most studies report the CVST which is the uh, cerebral cerebral <laughs> venous sinus we'll just call it CVST with or without secondary ischemic or hemorrhagic stroke and some of the vaccine included thrombos thrombotic uh, thrombotepinia <laughs> <laughs> the most common clinical symptoms. So you have a situation where younger women were getting, were having these strokes. Common denominator was the vaccine. Okay. So then you go to um, this one, serious complications. The same, co same uh, research company. Serious complications of COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, I'm not going to read the same thing. 
So let me see here. Use of uh, COVID vaccine data reports. Yeah. So, however, besides the common, usual mid-side effects of authorized vaccines, some rare major adverse reactions are increasingly being reported whole uh, worldwide during the most marketable surveillance phase of the vaccine circulation, such as anaphylaxis, vaccine-induced thrombotic, that other word, myocarditis, Guillain-Barre um, syndrome, despite rare cases with complications. Now, this particular paper was written in uh, December of 21. So you're only talking a little more than a year of vaccines, right? And then this one was April of 22. A new onset autoimmune pneumonia post-COVID-19 um, vaccination. So we had talked about this on this show, and I can't find, I couldn't find the show off the top of my head because this is like to, to show 285 or something like that. So it was a lot to go through. But we did a show and we talked about a doctor who had made the, the claim that for every shot that you got, your immune system decreased by, I, I can't recall the exact number. It was either 20%. It was somewhere between 20 and 30%. I don't know if it was 20, 25, 30, but it was somewhere around there. So every shot decreased your immune system by that much, which essentially would make you dependent on the flu shot and the COVID shot and whatever other shots. It's like they, they wanted to weaken. And so like... God forbid if you were already a, like a cancer patient. If you were, you know, like my daughter's got um, lupus. You know, she was convinced to get the shot because she has lupus. My son had to get it because of work because he traveled to Canada, travels to Canada, travels to New York, New Jersey, Oregon, right? And at the time, you weren't going to be able to work. So his job kind of is like, look, if you don't do this, you're not going to be able to work here. So he made a choice, I, you know, whatever. As far as I know, he's only gotten the two shots. I don't know that he's gotten boosters and stuff. I, I pray that he has not because as now we have seen, that was a bunch of shit. And it seems like to me, now this is just my thoughts. This is my head talking. But I feel like, and, and maybe, maybe you guys can concur with what I'm going to say, but it feels like to me that there's people in my life that I've gotten the vaccine prior to them getting the vaccine. Like my son, for example, when he, before he got the vaccine, he was asking me, what should I do? You know, I said, do I, you know, can't, he can't make you do that. You know, and it was kind of a roundabout way. Like, you know, if I don't, then I'm not gonna be able to work because you know, whatever. And I understood that, but it was still bullshit. And I said, I said, God forbid anything happens to you because of this vaccine. I'm going to sue his ass before I kill him. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I just thought it was wrong. If you're scared, if you personally are scared to death because of COVID and you need to get 
one, two, three, four, ten, fifteen fucking shots, by all means, knock yourself out because you can walk into Walgreens or CVS or Walmart or wherever the fuck else and still get the shot. There's still commercials on the TV for the shot. They're still pimping the shot. And obviously, as many deaths as the shot itself has caused, they haven't pulled it off the market. Why? We talked about vaccines that killed less people, and they pulled it off the market. Far less people. They're trying to make us sick. Oh, Don, you're being crazy. Am I? How many fucking train derailments? It's March. March 1st. How many many train derailments have we seen in the past month? Okay? In the past month. Ohio, East Palestine, Ohio was February 3rd. And that started the bullshit. I mean, there might have been train derailments in January. Whatever. Not dismissing them, but I'm just I'm trying to make a point here. How many train derailments, how many plant fires, and I'm not talking about food processing plants, how many chemical fires, plant fire, you know, chemical plants, how many steel mills, how many um, oil refineries, how many noxious chemical situations that have caught fire, derailed, blown up, been burned off by the government, have we seen in the past month? There was just a train derailment here yesterday in Florida with propane. Uh, They were carrying propane and other uh, fluids. Uh, Is this all just coincidence? Now, you know, we talked about Pete Buttigieg and, you know, oh, there's, you know, X amount of train derailments every year. You know, and I told you it was an average of 1,700, you know, whatever it was. Okay, whatever. A train derailment is defined as the tra- one of those cars, you can have 50 cars, 100 cars, whatever. If one of those cars comes off the train, off the, off the rail, it's a derailment. It might not have been a wreck. It might not have caused catastrophe. Not, it might have piled up. It might not have been a big deal. But technically, it's a derailment. How many derailments do you, can you name off the top of your head last year? I can't think of one. Okay? I can't think of one. Now you can't help but see videos of trains hitting trucks on tracks. Of tra- and, and maybe this happens all the time. But now we're seeing it over and over again. It started with these vaccines. Trying to kill you. Trying to weaken your immune systems. Now... They're just blowing shit up in your fucking yard, in your neighborhood. Why? What is the end game? I think I have the answer. And that's what Friday's show is going to be about. In the meantime, what you guys need to think about is this. If COVID-19 was accidentally leaked from this lab, If COVID-19 is a natural occurring thing and the Chinese lab was working on whatever and it accidentally leaked, okay. If it purposely leaked, I mean, in my life, I remember the bird flu, the, the SARS, I remember all this stuff and it was similar to COVID and we never lost our shit over it. China still had a fucking billion people there. I don't remember them locking down the airports. I don't remember all this. I think this was a illness of convenience. 
we talked about Event 201, Agenda 21, 2030. We talked about those things on this show. And they didn't have a specific pandemic in mind. They didn't say, oh, when we release COVID-19 on the world, we can do these things. They didn't specify, but they are waiting for the opportunity. And just lo and behold, because every year, something comes along. Oh, Don, you're crazy. Am I? <laughs> Monkeypox? Guys, every year there's something that they try to scare us with. It's whether you react to it. COVID, they scared, they had the scare meter on full blast. It was able to work. Here's a here's a disease out of China, similar to SARS, similar to the bird flu, similar. You recall SARS? I don't remember the date, but let's say it was 10 years ago. And we remember seeing pictures of these people in Japan and China and whatever wearing masks. And we we're like, could you imagine? Could you imagine having to do that? Could you imagine? That'd be that's bullshit. Could you imagine? COVID was basically the same thing. It's called COVID SARS. It's basically the fucking same thing. We didn't lose our shit back when that happened. Why? The whole point of this was when this happened, well, we got to lock down the airports. We can't let people travel from China. We can't, we got to do this. We got to do that. We didn't do that back then. And the illness was essentially the same. Upper respiratory. I think the powers that be, the, uh, the Great Reset crew, the WEF, the uh, whatever you want to call them, the NWO, the whoever, the whatever you want to call them, the elites saw their opportunity because lo and behold, we just had a conference last year on this. So we're going to use this one. Let's run with it. We got shit to do. Kind of worked. Kind of didn't. And it's still kind of working. You see them. You go to the store. You see people still wearing their mask. And you know damn well that person's probably got six fucking shots in their arm. You know it. How many times you just look at someone and shake your head? How many times you see that person in a car with a mask on by themselves? How many times? How many times you see someone with a mask on and their husband or wife or whatever? No mask. What do you think you're doing? So it worked to an extent. So you have to ask the question... What was the point? Well, they were able to release this vaccine that was able to make people more sick. Some of them died, God forbid. But those of you that still got two, three, four shots, even if you got two shots, and it's like, I'm, I regret the fact that I ever got those two shots. I regret it. I regret it my whole life. Well, if, if it weakened your immune system by 40, 50%, Right? If you live in one of these areas where train derailed, if you're in East Palestine, for example, and they blew up the fucking uh, train, you know, released the chemicals and caught them on fire where it had a fucking mushroom cloud. I'm sure you guys saw the video and the pictures. <sighs> a lot of these chemicals that were released are some of the chemicals that they used in mustard gas in Agent Orange. You essentially just mustard gassed a fucking community. Why? They're trying to kill us. Why, Don? Well, shit, I don't know. I don't know. Does it go back to the Guidestones? Does it go back to... Does it, I don't know. 
or they're trying to ruin the rural areas for something else. And I don't want to talk any more about it because that goes into Friday's show. So keep this in mind. Just I'm going to I'm going to close out the show with this. COVID-19. Like I said, news of the obvious, lab leak. Whether they created the COVID-19, it's a natural virus, whatever. The point of the matter is they were working on it. They were trying to figure out its functionality. It leaked, whether it was accident on purpose, whatever. doesn't matter. It still got out. I don't think this has anything to do with COVID per se. I think that we talked about these agendas, Agenda 21, 230, or 2030, Event 201. We talked about these things. I think they got done with these events and these things, and they were just waiting for their opportunity. Bam. Here you go. Why do you think they were able to come up with the vaccine so quickly? And then the vaccine did nothing for you other than kill you or make you weaker. There's not one person, not one person that got the vaccine that didn't get COVID. Think about it. And that's what they sold us on. Oh, if you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. Hell, there was businesses that would make people wear masks, but if you got the vaccine and you showed proof of it, you didn't have to wear a mask until they figured out that that shit really wasn't working. People are still spreading the shit. You have to ask yourself a question. Did they already have this vaccine on deck? Did they already have what they needed to have as part of their agendas, their meetings? Just asking a question. They saw an opportunity. They're going to sell this vaccine under the guise of public health. Get this. You're going to be good. Didn't work. People actually were getting sick. I had COVID. Granted, I was probably one of the lucky ones. Lost smell, lost taste. I was a little tired, but I was able to get shit done. Pressure washed. I was mowing yards. I was bored off my gourd because I was out of work for 14 days. My wife, on the other hand, got sick but she wasn't like i need to take her to the hospital and put her on a ventilator sick she had a cold she had like the flu that was it so anyway you have to ask yourself was this done on purpose not so much the leak the opportunity of the leak to be able to initiate something else and since that something else still hasn't quite taken place yet, yet, you have to ask yourself, what's next? What's coming up down the road? And like I said before, when I at the beginning of the show, this isn't just an American thing. This is a worldwide thing. This is don't tread on the world. And I'll go into that on the next show on Friday. So in the meantime, guys, what I need you guys to do is follow us on social media. If you're on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, we're on there at Don't Tread on America. You can follow us there. You get show updates. You get, you know, some funny memes and stuff like that on the Ticker Talker. I just do drink recipes. If you're on the Twitter machine, we're DTOM underscore 1775. I'm PCGC underscore 1775. And, uh, yeah, guys, follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. Follow the show. Like I said, if you're on, if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, if you give us a five-star rating, that'd be fantastic. If you want to leave a review, that's fine too, as long as it's good. <laughs> and uh, for the guys that 
on uh, Samsung. Thank you. Um, I'm glad I was I was able to get on that platform because that really paid dividends this past month. So let's just keep the train rolling, guys. Keep sharing this show with your friends. And uh, other than that, you guys have a great rest of your day here Wednesday. It's the 1st of March. The year's almost a quarter of the way over. Crazy. Jeez. Time flies when you get old. Anyway, I will talk to you guys again on Friday. Uh, please subscribe to the show because I'm telling you, Friday show is going to really piggyback off what we just talked about here today. And it all makes sense on Friday. You guys have a great day.